coming up on The Kim Gravel Show. We're missing out on the real purpose of ourselves, which is here, here to experience all of the, the highs and the lows. You know, um, I, I get to remember Christmas now. <laughs> Yeah. I, I wow. remember I'll remember my 40s because I don't remember my 20s or my 30s. Um, you know, I get to be there for my children. I, I you know, I witness them doing things now that I probably would have not been paying attention to, you know, like they're funny things that they do. And and I get to watch them and I just sit back sometimes like, man, I'm so I, it's the moment. It's the pride I get in those moments where I get to really um, pay back all of the 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 bad decisions I guess I've made in the past or the, the times I, I wish I had had been clear for. This is the Cuban Show. Let's just go on and spill the tea. This is one of the realest persons I've ever met. My mission is to encourage every single woman. We're here to lift y'all up. There's no one more effective than moms. You mess with the bull, you gonna get the horns. I need coffee, I need Jesus, and I need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) If you can bring a smile to people's faces, why would you not? True confidence is knowing who you are and why you're here. Hey, y'all, it's Kim Gravel, and this is The Kim Gravel Show. And this season, we are leveling up our lives and stepping in to our purpose, and we're going to do it together. And today... We have got a guest on that is so um, creative. Zach, I love creativity. I do. I love to be creative. I try to be creative every day, and it's not always easy, you know? It, it, no, it, it, that's the big thing. I mean, people think, oh, you have talent, and or, you know, somebody has the skill of, you know, creativity is hard. It's really, really hard. Yeah. You see people who are really good. I actually, let me, let me tell you this. I've had to stop going on Instagram and looking at like what other like filmmakers and photographers are doing. Cause it always just makes me feel like I'm like, Oh, my work is garbage compared to all these people. Right. It's hard to not compare yourself when you're trying to be creative. But you can't, you can't because you're seeing their highlight reel. You're seeing what they have just worked probably hours upon hours upon hours of doing. But I think everyone um, has creativity inside them. Mm -hmm. And, um, and there's something about tapping into that, whatever that is for you, that gives you joy and passion and makes you feel alive. So if you are in a place in your life and you're like, Kim, I, I want to be creative. Like people always ask me, how do you do all the stuff that you do? The thing about creativity is it it spawns more creativity. Hmm. It, it, it increases. Creativity is not a shrinking violet. It is an expansion. So, you know, if you do a podcast or you write a book or you develop and you design, the more you step into your creativity, whatever that is for you, the bigger that um, canvas gets, so to speak. You know, whatever that is for you. But everybody has creativity and we're going to talk about even how to start it, even if it's just decorating a little space in your home or even if it's just writing down a little something. Creativity is in you. And today we're going to talk about how to step into that with my good friend Lauren Mack right after this. I just want to say a big thank you to everybody who's reached out to me about uh, the book Collecting Confidence, my new book that has just been such a blessing to hear from you. Um, it's been a bestseller, and it's and more importantly, it's the messages I'm getting that it's touched your life is really <laughs> you. You have no idea 
That is true success to me. If you've taken anything, any nugget, any truth out of that book and applied it and, and related to it in your own life, I say thank you. Um, Zach, it's just been so amazing to hear people say to me, Kim, this book touched me. Mm. That's why I did it, is that I want everyone to walk in their collected confidence. So you can start where you are and become everything you're meant to be. Doesn't matter your age, doesn't matter... Um, what you look like, where you come from. Confidence is right there for you and can be everything. Help you be everything you're meant to be. Thank y'all. I love you. Okay. She is an interior designer, DIY expert, HGTV star. You'll recognize her from the Design Star Next Gen HGTV's show, TLC's Trading Spaces. Y'all remember that one? An A&E drill team. Hey. And of course, the talk show, Fab Life. Y'all, welcome Lauren Mack. Lauren Mack, Lauren Mack. Ba -da -da -ba -da -da -ba. Uh, can I have that when my husband comes home? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for that dinner, Zach. You're uh, welcome. Lauren, I love you. I, I tell you, when I met you, I felt like I've known you forever. But girl, you've been around forever. You've been in TV a long time. I know. And what is going on? You'd think I'd be a, a household <laughs> name by now. <laughs> you are. You are. So look, how did you get your start? I love the fact that you, uh, when I was reading about you, um, that you got your start on Treading Spaces from yes. answering a Craigslist ad? Yes, girl. Now, this is going to date me, okay? Yeah, go ahead, do it. I, 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 it was um, right when the pan er, not pandemic, good night, the other pandemic, the financial pandemic. When I remember that. The, the bubble was popping on the housing market. I had actually started my career as a model home designer. I worked for a big mar merchandising oh. firm. We, we designed all the models for Southern California, Nevada's biggest builds, you know, for big home builders. And the bubble was popping on the market. I started recognizing that we were having a, in a free fall and financial collapse. And everybody around me was getting fired. And I said, I got I to gotta pivot. I got to figure something else out. I know I'm next. Mm. And so I went on Craigslist on my little sidekick phone. I don't know if y'all even remember that. It was oh, I remember sidekick. Yes, it had a little swivel screen. And it was the first phone I ever had with the internet on it. And I went on and and I was sitting in my little car and I looked for a job. Went on Craigslist. Does anybody even use Craigslist anymore? They do. Uh, they do? Oh, good. Well, I got to dust it off. Um, and I found an opportunity to audition for a Trading Spaces-like television show. Well, I had never done television or even considered it, but I had this great portfolio of all of my 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 designs for my 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 job merchandising model homes, and I just took the photos up there and I said, "Let me give it a shot." And I walked in that thing. I remember that the room what it looked like, and everything got blurry after that. And then I walked out, and like it was kind of like I came back into my body, and I said, "Whatever just <laughs> happened, it was magical." <laughs> wow, so that's how it started. Yeah. Well, and t Training Spaces was hard, wasn't it? I mean, that was a hard show to work. Well, you know, it's interesting. For me, it wasn't because I was used to working with a very small budget and on a very short time frame. You know, I come from a bunch of folks from the South, and we were used to making something out of nothing. So the challenge yeah. of $1,000 yeah. in two days was easy for me, honey. It was like I've been practicing yeah, this all my life. But doing it on TV, too. I mean, like, when you see these design shows, because I'm going to tell you something. Trading Spaces, uh, Clean House, Niecy Nash, yes, and... Um, 
And uh, John and Kate Plus 8 got me through my stay-at-home mom years, which were tough for me. (laughs) Yes, I believe that. (laughs) They were tough for me. But I remember it, watching it. How is it doing that on TV? Like, how is it decorating and, you know, is it it what it seems? It's definitely what it seems. It's actually worse than what it seems, or harder, I'd say. (laughs) It's yeah. a lot. It's a lot more that you don't see on TV. Like we do, we make it magical in, in an hour or so with some pretty little music and some cuts, you know. But it is a challenge. I gotta say though, you know, um, I I forget the cameras there. You know, you know how it is, Kim. You you, you know how it is. I'm forgetting the mics here right now. We're just having a conversation, right? Um, you know, right. So I think that that's that's for me been my magic, my sweet spot. And you know how it is. You just bring your personality, you bring your skills, you bring your talents, and you let God do the rest. And so that's, mm, that's how I feel. Say that twice. Yeah. So that's how I feel. Well, it's let, always been my approach. Mm-hmm. Well, th- Lauren, let me say this to you though. Like when I love decor, I love these shows and I love yeah. decorating and yeah. I don't have the gift or the eye for it, yeah. but I'm probably like a lot of people who just sit at home and watch you on TV, work your magic. Tell me, cause you are the queen of DIY. Oh. You can take nothing <laughs> and make it fabulous. Thank you. What? What, how did this creativity come to you? And sh- can you sh- can can you learn it? Can can we do it at home? Absolutely. And we teach. I teach it every day on my social media channels and on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say this. Yeah. You know. Um. Again, I come from a long line of we'll call them homemakers. Historically, Black women in the South have been homemakers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for That's lots true. of generations, you know. And so when it comes to using what we have to make the most of it, I think that is a real part of the history uh, of my family mm. for sure. Um, and, you know, growing up, I didn't know we didn't have a lot of money because my mom really made everything look so lovely. She made all of our clothes. She made all of our costumes. She made all of our decorations, all wow. of our holiday decor. Every dinner party, every event was always something. My, my mom sewed all of our clothes, girl. I mean, can you, Lord. can you imagine that? I don't even think I had a real retail item until my sister came along because sewing for two was difficult. Um, and so I just think back like, you know, making something has always been a part of my just everyday thing. And now for me, it's a little bit more than just make it DIYing things. I like customizing things to my home. You know, mm. when I go to Ross, I can find a great lampshade for, or a lamp for, you know, $10, but it's not the right color. So for me, I want to come home and spray paint it black to match my decor. So for me, it's always been just this little thing that I do to like tailor my things. You know, you go buy a shirt right now, it's going to fit, but it fits better when you tailor it, you know? So that's been Yes. Okay. Yeah. To, that, well, and can, can, can all of us do this? Because this is, this is, I think women are so... The home is so important, right? Yeah. You have two young boys, yes. your stepchildren, your yeah. husband. Y'all are the hottest family. I saw <laughs> y'all's uh, pictures in the People magazine. Thank Gorgeous. You. <laughs> but you live with a bunch of men. Okay, yeah, so girl. do I. We're sorry. We never sit on a clean toilet seat. I'm apologizing yeah. in advance for whatever Kim's going to say. For all <laughs> yeah, men. I'm telling you. Be, living with a house full of men, you know, yeah. but the home is so important. What yeah. is some advice you could give to us women who want to to decorate and want to make our home special yes. and, and well, unique. I understand that because for me, home is the most special space. You know, it's the place we always want to come home to. It's our space of reprieve. It's where we can be ourselves. It's where I can take off the Lord and my cat and just be mom or wife mm. or baby. You know, you too, Kim, right? You too, Zach. Everybody yeah. who's listening understands that, right? It's the place, even after three weeks of vacation, you just want to go home. 
right? And so it has to rise up and greet you. It has to be a space that you like are really proud of and love and feel comfortable in. And that's what I feel is a part of the DIY, um, the bigger picture about DIY. And when it comes to that, I'd say it's like any other muscle. You just have to exercise it. You can't okay. take yourself too seriously. I know you will understand this, Kim. Mm. Part of your seven do's, don'ts of doing <laughs> or doing yep. of don'ts. That's right. right. Don't take yep. yourself too seriously. Don't Think that's serious. Yeah. Like if you mess it up, okay, so what? You know what? But you can have pride. Now you know for the next time how to really handle the situation. Yeah. Make mistakes. It's okay to make some yeah. mistakes. You actually may find that Doing a mistake actually teaches you how to do it better the next time, or the sure. mistake turns out to be a happy mistake, and you're like, that actually looks better than I thought it was. So, right, I've got to ask you something. Yeah. Now, this is totally selfish. Go totally on, selfish come on, come question. On, how do you pick color? Because color has come back in such a big way in decorating uh -huh. and in clothes, yeah. too. Yes. How do we pick colors? Can I just tell you, that is the bane of my existence, is picking a freaking color. <laughs> oh. Because how it looks on the chip, Lauren, Girl. and then how it looks on the... Okay, it's help so a sister out. I'm here for you, sis. Listen, I always say this. Uh, uh, everything looks great on a one-inch square, right? <laughs> in, the right. Little, in the little file. It but does. When you, when you start painting it, you're like, uh-oh, this gets crazy. Uh, There's so many different things about color, but really, I take a color and I look it next to, uh, like, say, if it's a gray, I'd put it next to a blue. If it starts to lean blue, I know that that is oh. like a turn of blue, you know? If it starts to lean brown, or I'm like, oh, maybe that's closer to the shade that I'm going for. Yellow is a tricky color, too, because it can look great in a water square, and next thing you know, it's like this color on your wall. This is a rag right. I was wiping things off with. <laughs> so, um, right. you know, I, just say, I just say, like, it's really important. I even take things like a car, a piece of cardboard and I'll paint that cardboard, you know, like make it maybe two feet by two feet. I'll paint that cardboard and I'll, I'll tape that cardboard to the wall sometimes and just leave it there. I leave it there for the day. I want to see what it looks like in the morning and then afternoon. But, you know, it's just paint at the end of the day. So mm. if you don't like it, just change it. You know, okay. it's not the All end right. of the world, right? Oh, it's I've stressed really about paint, girl. Oh, yeah, I me have too. sat there for months and been like, oh, gosh, should I do it? Should I do it? I mean, it because yeah. it, it, it's one of those things where it's you have to have that creative vibe. Yeah. I like holding it up to different colors. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah that's good. Okay. And also, I want to say this, too, about paint while we're on the subject. Painting the sheen is more important than I think anything else. High gloss, oh. semi-gloss, those things are out. Even even like a, a mat can be a thing. If you have kids, you know, kids touching the walls. I always say a satin or a, a eggshell finish is the best way to go. And my last and most important tip is you need to hire a professional when it comes to paint. I always say it don't say painter on my business card. And that's for a reason. I know where my skills lie that's and true. I know where my DIY skills go. If I don't, I'm not a good painter. I just can't paint a straight line to save my life. And it doesn't matter the color if the painting job is tacky. So. Hire the professionals. <laughs> do what you got to do. Because I would rather have an ugly shade on my walls if the painting is done right versus having, you know, a really tacky paint job in the right color. That's what I said. You got a point there. Because, like, <laughs> Travis and I tried to paint our house one time. <laughs> How'd that go, Kim? It's a skill. It's a skill. It's a skill. I wouldn't hire. I would do my own electrical work. You know what I mean? So Right. That's you can true. Do, that is the truth. Yes, girl. Yes. That's okay. My so know your, know your limits. Yes. What makes something feel expensive, Lauren? Because Ooh. I look at you, I'll go and y'all got to follow Lauren on all her social media. So I watch yeah. you go and find these things at Goodwill. Oh, let me just, God. let me set this up. Mm. So she'll go to Goodwill and find something. And before I know it, she's done looked it up. It's $700, $800 worth. Oh, yes. I mean, it, it's, how do you know when something 
feels and looks expensive? Ooh, well, that's in the eye of the beholder. I'll tell you, you, you know, it's easy to <laughs> it's easy to find out the true value of something online. You can take a Google images, take a picture of something and scan the Internet and it'll tell you what it's worth. For me, I look at things like weight and what it's made out of. Mm. I can tell some, you know, when something got good bones. Right. The heavier it is, the more expensive it is. Hello, ladies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. <sighs> That's just my rule of thumb. I love <laughs> That's it. what I've been telling my husband for years. <laughs> but I, I will love say it. Truth, um, it's a, a lot of things you can trick the eye with inexpensive products and make it look expensive. Like for instance, hanging your curtains higher and wider around your windows tends to make the space feel grander and bigger and larger and more expensive. So those little tricks can also be one of those things that you uh, can use to really trick or manipulate the eye. Um, so that's my tip on that too. Because <laughs> right, I will say this too: expensive things don't always look great. How no, many times have we That's been to truth. someone's house and we're yeah. like, "This is such an expensive house," and you're like, "This is tacky as hell." Can I say that? Well, and not comfortable, <laughs> and not comfortable. No, you can yeah. say that all day long. Okay. And not comfortable. <laughs> yeah, not comfortable. Okay. Yeah, we didn't look good. None of that. Can I wait? Can I break it for a second? Because like. Sure. For me, you're saying not comfortable. I feel like there's two types of couches. And Lauren, I want you to either tell me I'm wrong and crazy or not. But like, oh, there's wow. either really beautiful couches or comfortable couches. And you can never mm. have both. And it's so frustrating. Oh. Right? Because mm. I'm moving the, and I'm the, like, the, do I want to bring my couches? I kind of like they look terrible, but they're comfortable. Do I want to move them? Like, what am I, you know, they're so expensive. I know. It's tough because you have to shop around. Now, I will say this. When it comes to my home, my couch, I do more living on my couch than probably any yeah. other piece of furniture right? in my home. Yes. Yeah. It is the one thing that I will like, I'm going to go ahead and buy the one that I love mm -hmm. because I can skimp on dining chairs. I can skimp on, you know, accessories and all those other things. But that couch, we get a lot of living out of that thing. And, mm -hmm. I, and it, it's not meant to last forever. So just give that up, folks. Like it ain't the couch of yesteryear where our grandmothers used to say, don't sit on my couch. You know, it's right. the one in the front That's room, true. You know, I say, I would always say splurge a little or not splurge, but necessarily, but spend the money on your sofa because we can buy cheap pillows. You can take off the, the pillows that come with it or whatever. You can buy cheap ones and, you know, get away with other things, but spend the money on the thing that you use and get the mileage out of, you know? Yeah. So that's what mm, I'm saying. That's a good but point. It, yeah, but it's not going to last forever. Like it's, you give it five years and then do the math. If it's a $5,000 sofa, you got five years on it. It's $1,000 a year. You take, start taking the math out of that. It's less than $100 a month. It ain't that expensive. A $5,000 sofa, Travis, would have an absolute <laughs> heart attack. <laughs> I was using a number I could easily do math on. There you go. <laughs> it feels Lord like every couch is $5,000. You walk into the store these days, though. Man. They're everywhere. Uh, They're that's a nothing. That's a That's nothing. nothing. Yeah. It really it is. is. But Travis would be like, what the what? We're not. Okay. You know, I'm married to cheap spending. But here's, the, here's okay. the trick. I will say this too, though. As I just mentioned, I have found some really beautiful, great sofas at the regular box stores. Um, but they have, you know, pillows that perhaps I'm not in love with. And if you can take away the, the fluffy pillows that come with it and actually look at the bones of the sofa, you might be overlooking something that's really, Girl, really great. And you can find a good that deal. Great. Yes, huh? That green couch you bought, didn't you buy that at Goodwill? Girl, yes, y'all got to go to her social media and look at that. How did you find that thing was absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. The Dupioni stick. It, let me just set the scene. I <laughs> what does that mean? Goodwill. Oh, what does that mean? What's a Dupioni stick? Oh, it's honey, oh the goodness. finest silk. 
only the finest silk I've ever seen in it my life. It's gorgeous. It is beautiful. And it was in pristine condition and it was filled with down and it was, it is everything I've ever wanted it to be. Had the most beautiful lines and, and the pillows were a little bit dated because they had this like pattern sewn into them. Girl, I flipped those pillows around, honey. That sofa is chef's kiss. But you know, you have to be willing to see past, you know, some of the things. I took the old, the, the dated skirt and I stapled it underneath it. So now it looks nice and tight and tailored. And it's just a beautiful piece of furniture for our home. But I would say that to anything, it's like, it's like our husbands, ladies, right? We got to overlook some of their minor flaws to see the man <laughs> underneath. Because <laughs> we sure can't reupholster them. That's, that's for sure. right. So, but we can take their pillows off <laughs> and fluff them up. <laughs> we can make it happen. All right, listen, yeah. I want to talk about something serious, Lauren, because yes. you have had this visual transformation. I've watched your journey oh. on social. You have really gotten so healthy. You've lost a lot of weight, and, yeah. and you're pretty candid about how that happened. Can yeah. you share that with our audience? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I accidentally, I'll say, lost about 70 pounds in the last two years, and it's because I quit drinking. And it is, I just stopped drinking. You know, I, it was one of the toughest and hardest breakups I've ever had in my entire life. Mm. That's what I I equate it to. Um, Jack Daniels and Sutter home were my two best friends. Um, uh, But I recognized that we were in a toxic relationship with one another. And the the pandemic really amplified that for me and made that really clear. A lot of people, a lot of people. You know, and, and I'll say this, I had always been the party girl. And I love a good cocktail. I love a good reason to have a celebration. And alcohol comes with as a celebration for everything. It's you know? partying. It comes with party, right? Champagne and it's you know wine and it's beer and it's all of the things that I love and I have a love affair with it. Um, but mm. I recognized that it was no longer serving me. In fact, it was actually hindering me from the things that I really wanted in life. And um, I had this come to Jesus moment. I was sitting right here in my my my, my living room and I said you know, God help me. Like I'm, I, mm. I hadn't been a very religious person prior to this moment, but boy, God spoke to me, you know, in this way, this loud way. It was a voice that I had never heard. And it was not my voice. It was so clear. It was during the pandemic. We, you know, everybody kind of lost their jobs and kind of lost their direction and which way. Lost was their up. way. Yeah. Mm. And I, and I was just like sitting in the living room. I said, God, just help me. Like, help me. What do I do? What am I, what, what am I here for? What is, what is going on to help? And I heard this voice say to me, like, how do you expect me to help you when you're you're too numbed out to hear the blessings that I have for you? And then oh! what are you going to do with them if you're drunk and can't use them? I said, okay. Lauren. I know. I mean, I, I get goosebumps Say telling that you the story right now. He said, how, Say how, that how, again. Said, how do you expect me to help you when you're not helping yourself? How do you expect me to use you if you're numbed out and checked out and not available for the gifts that I'm giving you? Like, how do you expect me to help you? That was the voice. What a word. Oh, girl. I mean, I got goosebumps telling you about it right now because it was so clear. I'm, I'm grateful for this reminder because sometimes I still forget. You know, I'm like, do-do-do, not going about my way. I say this to say, at that moment, I said, okay, God. Like, okay. All right. I hear you. I know. I, I knew. I, every time I'd wanted, I'll, you know, I'll go on a bender on a weekend and I'm like, okay, Monday I'm stopping drinking just like Monday the diet starts, which, by the way, I'm waiting on that word next. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he said, when he gives it to you, will you call me? Hey, I call sure will. Because he he's telling me I'm just still out. That's the one. My, my ears have been shut down. Since They're perked the up. 
No, but but that, but don't you think that that's? I mean, don't you really think we all numb out to something though, Lauren? Oh, yeah. I think everybody, you know, for you it was drinking, for some of us it's eating, for some oh, of us no. it's excessive shopping. I mean, there no, can be so it. many ways that we all numb out. All of it, and let me tell you, it has been alcohol for me. I mean, food. It's it's always food because who doesn't love a good? Dope? I love to eat. I know. <laughs> Hello, honey. <laughs> Listen, and and that's my first addiction that I had. A gastric bypass in 2001, lost a lot of weight. And so when my, when I was physically restrained from eating, then alcohol became my crutch, you know? And right, you know, right, I'm still right. working through that. But what I have learned in my process and through therapy and all of the other, and prayer and everything at meditation is really that I have been afraid of feeling feelings. And um, with that, man, when that reality hit me, like, Oh, you're trying not to feel feelings. And you know, the feeling part is 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 really kind of too 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 prong. Like I'm avoiding the feelings I don't want to feel, but in the same moments, I'm also avoiding feelings that are really good that I want to feel. And I'm telling myself that I'm feeling yeah. those things with with alcohol or with food or whatever else, you know? So I'm really just trying to process my feelings now. I try to get a hold on that. I, I mean, it, it's a long process, probably a lifelong process, but I'm learning to like understand that there are moments when I have highs and lows and, and, and sobriety, I'm like, okay, this is a low for me right now. I'm allowed to feel these feelings of like disappointment or shame or guilt or any of the other human emotions. And I process that and I try to just live, like move through it. And sometimes it comes with a Chick-fil-A meal. (laughs) Okay. Girl with that Chick-fil-A sauce. (laughs) Don't talk about it. Anyhow, I'm trying not to use it as my crutch, whatever it is, because let me tell you, I can use anything to fill in the void, right? I can do it. I think we all can. Yeah. I think we all can. Yeah. So I'm just trying to learn how to feel the feelings. And my husband, God bless him. I say, listen, right now I'm feeling anxious. (laughs) So, and he knows like, I have to, I have to process that because it used to, if I used to feel anxious, I'd go grab my Jack Daniels and I can't do that any longer. So. Or I don't want to do that. I can do that. I just don't want to. I want to be available for my children. I want to be available for my family. And I want to be available for myself. Mm. You know, I, don't you think there's a lot of people that feel this way, Lauren, about their lives? I mean, there's got to yeah. be more out there yeah. than just what meets the eye. And I think mm-hmm. those things that we numb ourselves out with keep us from those those blessings Man. and those opportunities. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And, and, um, and we're missing out on the real purpose of ourselves, which is here, here to experience all of the, the highs and the lows. You know, um, I, I get to remember Christmas now. <laughs> yeah. I, I wow. remember, I'll remember my forties cause I don't remember my twenties or my thirties. Um, you know, I get to be there for my children. I, I you know, I witness them doing things now that I probably would have not been paying attention to, you know, like they're funny things that they do. And, and I get to watch them and I just sit back sometimes like, man, I'm so I, it's the moment, it's the pride I get in those moments where I get to really um, pay back all of the, the, the bad decisions I guess I've made in the past or the, the times I, I wish I had had been clear for, you know? So what, what did you, what did you learn from the bad decisions? Cause I, I, I say the messes don't make, don't mess yeah. us up. They make us up. Yeah. I truly believe that. Yeah. I think all of our messes and mistakes in life are yeah. truly game changers if we yeah, let them. That's true. And you know, too, I, I wouldn't even say I made any big mistakes because that's one of the messages I had is like, God was like, are you going to wait for something bad to happen to quit to change? Okay. Okay. You know? Okay. Like, do you need that? Does it need to get ugly for you to do something else? Like, cause 
I work in television. People know my my mess, <laughs> right? They know, they know your stuff. Yeah, my mess gets amplified and it's on somebody's People magazine, right? So I don't right. want it to get messy, right? I just want to make the decision for myself. And But I'll say this, like there are no messes, right? Every decision happens for you, not to you, you know? And so yes. I, I, I just stopped it before it happened to me, <laughs> right? And I made the right. choice to happen for me. You know, because I, I don't want it to uh, affect my children, my family, my all the hard work I put into everything. All the hard work. Yeah. yeah. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, Lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them? How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio-Simon. And I'm Casey McDonald-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at MotherUpPod. Do you have any advice? I mean, I, 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 this interview has just gone down this road, and I think it's very powerful. Thank you. Do you have any advice for others who might be struggling with numbing out, oh, drinking, girl. eating? Yeah. What can you say to, because I, I I think this is a bigger issue that yeah. a lot of people deal with yeah. than we even know. Oh, yeah. 100%. Especially for women. Yeah. And I have people write to me I, when, I, when I share this thing, because at first, I didn't want to talk about my sobriety. I didn't sure. want to talk about it. It was something that I was like anxious about. I thought, what if I don't? What if I'm not successful? What if I tell people I'm sober and then I just and then I fail and I go back to it? Mm. I'll say this like that's a part of what I'm learning about it is that's a part of the disease, um, the disease within myself, the the disease of alcoholism or whatever you want to call it, right? Alcohol dependency, um, whatever, right? Um, and I just say this to folks: I think it's about time we all start getting really clear about our purpose, right? Um, there is a bigger plan for everybody who's listening to this, and and um, and it's calling us. It's calling us. It's calling us forth. And you know, you've said it on your podcast many times. You get one shot at this life, right, Kim? One shot, man. One shot, man. One and shot. we, you know, it's it's all the times we keep saying everything starts on Monday. 
man, Monday can start right this instant. And, and, and we don't have to look at it forever. Just look at it for right now. When I quit drinking, it was too much for me to think about tomorrow even. Like, I got to stop drinking. Tomorrow's my, sir- my sister's birthday. We're going to have a big party. I can't quit drinking now. I don't right, do it that right. way. I take it day by day, minute by minute if I have to. You know, I know. In fact, today's my daughter's 21st birthday. You know what comes with a 21st birthday, honey. Honey, <laughs> she legal. She done got legal. And I'm like, okay, we're having dinner tonight. We're going to celebrate her birthday. There's probably going to be shots there. I have to play the tape forward. I know what happens when I pick up the bottle and I get toe up from the flow up and tomorrow morning I can't function as a mother because I'm, you know, chasing my Advil bottle and, a, you know, trying to have a beer with breakfast to to take them, to knock down the head. Take hangover. the edge off. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know what that looks like. So, but I also know what playing it forward looks like for me if I don't pick up the bottle. And that is I'm clear. I'm awake. I'm, I'm, I'm remember. I can take pictures of the memories for everyone else who won't remember tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, I'll be able to get up and go walk the boys, you know, to, to their bus stop and I'll be able to hang out and cook breakfast and make lunches and be present for my day. And so mm, I plan, I play that forward. I need to start doing that with Chick-fil-A, though, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's another podcast. That's podcast number two. I will That's say podcast this, though, Kim. Two. You got them jeans, honey. Those Abel by Kim Gravel are fabulous. <laughs> they are coming, sucking. They are waist cinching. They have slimmed my thighs. I'll never forget it. When me and my husband first started dating, I had put on one, a pair of your beautiful jeans that you sent me. Thank you so much. They were so lovely. I love you. Honey, I love you. I put them jeans on and I took a picture and sent it to my then boyfriend. And he was like, girl, you look good. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> you do look good. Hi. Honey, you got baby. Baby got back. You well, got a good back. Okay. That's you true. know, so <laughs> l- let me ask you this. Do you know we came so close to working together on The Fab Life? Really? Did you know that? No. Yeah. So throughout all that, they were casting The Fab Life. Yeah. I was on the short list. Get out of here. I didn't know that, I'm telling you, we came (sighs) this close. You didn't know that, Zach? I didn't know that, no. I know you were on The Fab Life as a guest. You know, I was completely oblivious to what was going on. I got in that show and I was like, what the hell just happened? How did this end up happening? (laughs) (laughs) I love that show. But see, listen. I loved that you, show, I know, baby. When you came on. That's when we got to meet, and you were you. I've always been so lovely. You've been a lifelong friend ever since. So I know we would have been lifelong friends then. We, we say, are. Thing happens for a reason, right? Because you know that show didn't last. It should have. It should have. I'm sorry. I it should have. Um, because I loved what y'all were doing, and that that truly is your gifting and your calling. It it. You are so creative. Y'all have got to go far, f- follow Lauren. What is happening right now in your career television-wise? When are we going to see you on TV again? Well, I do. All, I'm working with all of the HGTV giveaway homes. So we've got Urban Oasis, uh, Smart Home, which is out right now. Y'all got to go and, and, and put your name in the hat so you can win that house because it is beautiful. Um, and then I've got some other... They really do give away the house? Girl, yes. And a car and $50,000 to pay off the taxes? Honey, yes. All right. That's amazing. Sweet deal. <laughs> I'm in. And you can order, you can order every sign time up. today. <laughs> yeah, go sign up on HGTV.com. Yeah. You can win the smart home. It is worth $2.3 million in uh, Santa Fe, wow. New Mexico, which is phenomenal. I just Santa Fe has never been on my radar, but it is now, honey. Um, right. Very beautiful. And, uh, and of course, the Urban Oasis House will be given away soon. That'll be... Uh, dropping, so I can't tell where it is, but it's beautiful, fabulous. Um, and then, of course, we're working on some new projects for HGTV, but I'm also working on my own personal projects that are near and dear to my heart, s- dropping soon at the end of this summer. So please 
follow me on Instagram or social media. Y'all got to follow. You will learn so much. And (laughs) um, I still think you need a line on QVC. So we got to talk about that. Come on, Lord. Are you listening? I would love that. That would be an honor. You know, I have so many plans for, for craft tools and materials and things. So see, call me, baby. I'm right here waiting. Well, and I need you to come home, uh, come to Georgia and design my home. So we'll oh, talk I'm about right that next too. Door. All right, I know you're in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> yes, I am. You know, I come to Georgia every other week to get my hair blonde to be like you, Kim. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you better pick me up. We'll go to lunch, and yes. uh, you can take me to your hair place. I would All love right, it. We, we're got, we, we every time every guest we have, we do what we call rapid fire questions, I love it. and we ask you these random questions. Now, don't think about it, Lauren. What okay. comes up comes out. Okay. Okay. You got it. All right. Rapid fire questions. What in the world made you want to be a graffiti artist? Oh, well, I had a boyfriend. He was much older than me and he was fine, honey. So I was like, whatever you do, and I'm going to do it too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we've all got that story somewhere in our back. Hey, listen, it's who I lost my virginity to. And I was like, I'm going to go wherever you go. So he he threw it on you and you said, I'm going to throw it on a wall. Give me a spray paint can, girl. Whatever I need to do, I'll do it for you. (laughs) Oh, Lauren. Honey, I don't know if we could do a daytime show together. They might bleep us too much. All right, here we go. What's what's the craziest date you've ever been on? The one where I left his butt right there at the movie theater. There is this movie theater in L.A. that used to sell funnel cakes. And honey, I love me a funnel cake. Oh, I love a good funnel cake. Yes. There needs to be more funnel cakes in this world. I don't know why you can agree at a carnival, Agreed. but anyhow, right? So there I am, we and this guy, he took me on a date to the movie theater and I chose that one because I wanted me a funnel cake. Well, there it was. I'm sitting there holding my hands. You know when all the sugar gets on your fingers and you can't wait to suck mm. it all up after that last yep. bite? I'm sitting there with my fingers up in the air watching the previews and this boy sticks my uh-uh. fingers in his mouth and sucks my... Uh-uh. The gall, don't take my powdered no. sugar. No. Don't take my powdered sugar. And also how gross... Right? Like, yuck. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, excuse me. I, ex- I excused myself, took my funnel cake, and walked out that movie theater and never heard <laughs> I said, bye. Left his butt sitting right there. You cannot. Tacky. 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 What's the best thing you've ever found thrift shopping? Oh, gosh. What a, what a, that's a tough, uh, everything. I, I'm looking at some things right now. Okay. You know, I love me a, a, a historical vintage moment. I got these tessellated tables that are valued at like thousands of dollars each. I'm obsessed with them. I found them for 20 bucks each. Uh, but you know, every time I go out find a treasure, that's part of the hunt, right? I found yeah, a full yeah. brand it's new excitement. product. It is. I found a brand new product tuxedo in the bins, honey. I got it for a dollar a piece. I know. Wow. I sell, I resell a lot of things online because I just find great stuff. Even if it doesn't fit me, I have to resell it. I love it. Oh, so it's a business. It's a total it's business. A, it's a side hustle. Um, <laughs> Who is your favorite designer Ooh. when it comes to home interiors? I love Kelly Warsler. She comes to mind because I just love her. She has like a vintage mm. approach to things. And I just love anything marble or stony, but still done with like a cool sw- a, a cool touch. And I love so my you, boy. You like things that are expensive. That's I what you're trying to say. But I don't like paying the price. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Jonathan Adler. He's just colorful and bold. And he's my dear yeah, friend. Fine. Love him. I mean, but you know, everybody, I like everybody for just putting themselves out there. It's an art. Design is an art. It's like being, you know, putting your own pieces together. And so I just really appreciate art in that way. Yeah. Three quick tips to elevate your home interior space. (laughs) Okay. If you can do nothing else today, just clean your space up, right? You don't have, that don't cost you nothing at all. Clean your space. The struggle is real. That's a bit too far. I I know it sounds (laughs) terrible, but take everything, put it in a box, like take all this stuff off your countertop, put it in a box. 
wipe it down, and then see what really needs to go back. That's my first tip. Mm. Okay. My second tip would be... Uh, That's a good time. Yeah. My second tip would be, speaking of boxes, when I was a little girl, my mama handed me a box and she said, this house is mine and this box is yours. Everything at the end of the day needs to go into this box because I don't want to see it and I don't trip over it. And I have lived my life by that rule ever since. Like, I put my remote controls in a box. That's so good. Right? Right? She liked that. That is such face. a good piece of advice. Right? I'm saying like, that to my kids when I get home, teenagers. Because yeah. I'm looking at a monster truck right now. I'm looking at a teddy bear. I'm looking at a bunch of junk. And I'm like, what? I've worked hard at putting this house together and keeping it nice. Like, I don't want to trip over your monster trucks. So, I it's love been it. my little thing ever since then. I like, I put everything, I've got a lot of junk, but I hide it, honey. That's what's underneath this yes. shirt. <laughs> yes. The tape holding all this up. You knew what it really was. Exactly. So that's I love it. Put out, put, put your junk in boxes so you don't have to see it so that your house looks nice. What's the third thing? Hmm. I told you my tip about curtains and stuff, but I would just say like, make your bed, like take care of the stuff you have. You don't have to have Mm. expensive things. Just take care of them. I always make up my bed every day. I wipe my counters down. I, I, I close the lid on my toilet stool. These little things can just make your house. Oh, I love that. It it, it changes the way you feel about things too. It does. Taking care of your things makes you take, makes you take pride in your home. It does. Mm. Oh, I love it. All right, that's what I'm going home and do. All right, who's your celebrity crush? Dwayne Johnson, without a doubt. Dwayne oh, Johnson. Fine. I'm married, but in another life, call me. I'm into that. <laughs> yes, yes. That. If you can only have one more meal on this earth Ooh. and you have to eat it every day, what would it be? Oh, one. Oh. <laughs> one meal, sis. Uh, one meal. I really love Thai food. I love spicy. Oh, I, do too. I love flavor. I love rice. I love the peanut sauce. Oh yeah, uh-huh. girl. So I'd say Thai food. Anything Thai would be my my alley. But I love spaghetti too, and I love donuts, and I love French fries, and I <laughs> love hamburgers, and I love pancakes. Well, this is what we'll do. We'll all pick our favorite meal, and then we'll all share. Okay, That's what we we'll do. There I'll we go. Share. Can we just die together? <laughs> yes. Um, how, how? What do you think? What do you hope? technology-wise, will be obsolete in 20 years. Ooh-wee. Ooh. Artificial intelligence. <laughs> Ooh, I know, right? I'm so scared of, like, what that means for everybody. I know. Oh, my gosh, girl, thing. aren't you? Yeah, it's just, I, I love the reality of life. Like, there's so much joy and beauty in real things, and, mm. like, we're just moving away from that, and I get scared for my kids because I see them on their tablets all day, which I'm grateful for. That is my, like digital babysitter sometimes, but a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But like, I also want them to enjoy like putting their feet, taking their shoes up and running through the grass, you know? And like, there's gotta be this balance and I don't know. Artificial mm. intelligence just skips. I would agree with you on that. Yeah. That is a good one, Lauren. Yeah, Very thanks. good. Thanks. Do, do thanks. you use, All right, do you use any question. artificial intelligence things? Like, oh, do honey, you... everything about me is artificial. That's the other part. <laughs> <laughs> You're real on the inside I'm though. Return to real but I'm like, what would I do without Botox and, and weeds, honey? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not go that, let's not go too far. Yeah, just let's not the go intelligence too far. part. Just the intelligence part. Yeah, just 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 being able to ch- type in Chat GPT. Yeah. I use it all the time, and it's a little scary. You, I agree with you. It's I a little know. scary. I haven't touched it yet, mm-hmm. but I'm nervous. I've heard that like you're not supposed to, because then they're like know all the things you're thinking about, and I'm like, hey, they already do. They, they already know. know. Honey, if they knew all the things that we were thinking about, I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be locked up somewhere. So we're all good. We're all good. 
All right. The, one last question. Okay. What's one piece of advice that you can give someone listening right now Ooh. to step into their creative Ooh. self? Because I think we've all got creativity mm. inside of us. Yes. I would say this. I would challenge yourself to think, why not? That has always been my mantra. When I moved to California as a teenage girl, black girl from Oklahoma, everyone said, why the hell are you moving to California? It's so expensive. It's dangerous. And I said, why not move to California? You know, I think mm -hmm. that we set our own selves in our own little boxes and then we don't, we're afraid oh, to we get do. out of them. And I always challenge myself when I'm scared to do something, I'm like, why not do that? You know, I threw do out it. the first pitch at the Nashville Sounds game the other night and I was scared. I was scared so mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. I had all these ideas and all these things of how I could shimmy out of that thing. And I thought, you know what, Lauren, this is one life. Try it. Just do it. Why not do it? Just do the thing. Why not do it? Why, Why not? not do it? So I did it. I didn't do it great, but I did it. And I showed my kids what it looks like to be brave. So I would say, challenge yourself to be brave. Challenge yourself to, to do the thing. When you think to yourself, why should I do this? Why am I doing this? Just say, why not? And do it anyway. You'll be surprised. Oh. I love you, girl. Yay. Will you come back and be with us? Anytime. Let's talk on this. Uh, we need to talk about you having a line. You need come something on. big going on. Oh, hey, on. Tell the universe. Tell God, Kim. Come on. From your lips to his ears. He's already listening. I He's already, already listening. I already steps, Lord, because now I know who's in charge. It ain't me, honey. Come on, Lord. I'm just going <laughs> We ain't, we ain't control anyway. We I ain't got no right. control I of it anyway. You're right about it, girl. <laughs> I love you, girl. I love you too, Miss Kim. Thank you for everything. Thank you for being such a, an inspiration to everyone who's listening and watching. You have no idea mm -hmm. who's watching you, girl. You are a true talent and I love you. I adore you. I'm so proud of you, you too. as my friend. And I'm so proud to know you. It's just, it just gives same. me a little inside. <laughs> I, I feel the same, y'all. I feel I the same, you. Lauren. I love you, girl. All right, come back and be with us. Y'all, make oh, sure you go follow... You got to make sure you follow Lauren Mack. Get all of her DIY tips and tricks. This woman is so creative, so inspirational, and you will not be disappointed. Lauren Mack on Instagram. That's Mack, M-A-K-K on Instagram. And just, honey, just Google her. Thank you. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> I love y'all. See you, girl. Love you. Bye. Love you so much. Love Bye, you, you guys. Ah, so she left us with why not, Zach? Why not do it? I love it. And didn't you love her story about her sobriety and how she was saying it was numbing her out? I think that's what we do. We, you know, some of us eat, some of us watch TV, some of us escape through social media. We're trying to numb out. And 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 I'm so thrilled to hear her say she's like, I'm not doing that anymore. It's so important. And it's like when she said, I just didn't want to feel feelings, I'm like, oh, oh. like that. Something deep in me was like, Oh, I can totally relate to that. Hello. Like, I think everyone yeah. can relate to that. The thing about it is she made the change. I think that's the power. That's where the power comes in. That power of deciding, yeah, I'm 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 tired of this. I I don't want to do this anymore. I want something different. I want something better. And and again, just making that decision. It's not hard. It's not easy. It's a hard decision to make. Like she said she still struggles with it every day. Yep. But um, if you're out there struggling with sobriety or whatever your thing is that you numb out and, and you just don't know what to do or, or how to do it, just make that one, just that one step, one moment, one hour, one day at a time. It's not always alcoholism either. It's not always something that you have no, to completely whatever. stop because yeah. I get that that's important, especially when you have, you know, an alcohol issue. But, you know, if it's social media, like don't spend two hours Anything. on your phone, spend one hour on your phone you know, and then mm -hmm. use that other hour mm -hmm. for something positive.
Yeah. And, and I want to say to everybody listening, um, she said, everybody's got a big calling. And I, I loved it when she said that. It just confirms everything that we're saying here. There's something great out there for you. Huge, big, special, unique. I promise you, it's not going to be easy. And it might not um, make itself crystal clear immediately. But you've got to start in believing that and knowing that you're worth stepping into whatever that is for yourself. Yeah. Because you're worth it. You're beautiful. You are called and you have a big, big why you're here. Until next time, everybody, share the show with other people. The Kim Gravel Show, let everybody know where you can just download us and listen wherever podcasts are available. But just know that we love and appreciate your support. And just know that it's time and you will level up your life. Bye. Bye, y'all. Girl, where did you cut your hair? I love it. Honey, this is Black Girl Magic. This is a sew-in. It takes two hours and I'm blonde and short in in a hot second. Can I sew in some hair? I need to do it. Oh, you can sew it, you can glue it, you can weave it and achieve it. (laughs) You know, excuse me, my husband's gone. So I said that to say like, (laughs) make mistakes on your get. The Kim Gravel Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening, and we love you.